0: I want to minister the word of God today because the word is what is imperative. It's the word of God that will change your life. So I've asked you to be attentive and hear what I have to say today because I believe it's noteworthy. Um, whenever the enemy fights, there's a reason he's fighting. He's trying to keep productivity down. He's trying to keep creativity down. He's trying to keep the army of God down. How many people know he can't keep the real army of God down? He can't do that. Today, I'm going to deal with this being the last service on beyond. Actually, though, I don't know how we could access this last service. I believe from here on out, we're going to have to deal with this subject of going beyond. We're going to have to live it that way, Christian. Beyond. Today I'm dealing with Beyond Self. And if I was to add to that title, it would be Beyond Self into the Glory of God. Beyond Self. Brother Mullins, Beyond Self into the Glory of God. When I'm talking about the glory, I'm talking about, by definition, a highly praiseworthy asset. When you understand the glory of God, it's a highly praiseworthy asset. And glory is primarily the manifested presence of God. Let me say that again. The glory is primarily the manifested presence of God. It is his, mark this down, it is his character, it is his attributes or characteristics visibly expressed. It is his weight His weight being seen, who he is. It's his weight being seen, the glory. His inestimable worth, no way to estimate his worth, made manifest in his creation. Through creation we see his worth. We see his great value because there's none other like unto God Almighty. So I say it's time for us to go beyond self. We have to go beyond what we like, who we like, how we like it. And I'm so tired of people, especially Christians, murmuring and gossiping and complaining. For God's sake, take off the diapers and put on some big boy panties and let's get the job done. Now, if you came here today to get your ears tickled, you probably came to the wrong place. Because I am on the edge (laughs) and i'm about to step off of it but if i hear god correctly he wants me brother mullins to be go beyond myself beyond what i'm feeling and i I reference this to psalms 19 verse 1 which you've had to do tom you had to go beyond self to even be here today brother mullins you have to go beyond self to do what you've accomplished in life where the doctor said you're not going to live but you lived Uh, Let me say it again. The doctor said you would not live, but you live. That felt good. Brother Perez, they said, you're not going to make it. But look at you. You're still making it. God, help me. I'm feeling good already. Listen, amen amen me or oh me me. I don't care. Oh me. It doesn't matter to me. But I reference all this about the glory, going beyond self, into the glory of God, into the weight of God. The Bible says in Psalms 19 verse 1 in the King James Version, The heavens, all the heavenlies declare the glory of God, and the firmament showeth his handiwork. All of heaven declares it. What is glory again? Glory is the true apprehension of God or things, but we reference this to God. True apprehension of God. The glory of God must mean then his unchanging essence. The glory of God, Namoda, his unchanging essence. Here's the deal though. What the heavens declare needs to be declared and exhibited here on earth. The heavens declares it. The angelic beings declare it. But it needs to be declared here on earth. By flesh and blood. Those that call themselves Christians. The world needs to see and feel. It needs to feel his God. His weight. It needs to feel his essence. It needs to see and feel his worth. They need to see and experience his unchanging nature. Aren't you glad that God doesn't change? How in the world can they see this, Natalie? How can they see and feel and know? Through the body. What the body? The body of Christ. Not only the body of Christ, but through God's creation, everyone, everything, everybody, every race, every tribe, every kindred, every tongue needs to declare the glory of God. You wonder why God's not moving mightily? Oh He is, it's just His people have quit. His people have quit. His people have quit declaring His glory. His people are not settled in His weight. They're not positioned in His essence. We get co-caught away with what I want, what I'm feeling. My little feelings are getting hurt. I don't care about your little feelings. What I care about is what God is doing in you and what you're having to address in yourself. I'm going to address my issues. What did I tell you? I'm going to work out my own salvation with fear and trembling. I'm going to make sure that is a fact, that that is there. And I said something to some people yesterday, and I want you to hear me clearly because I've heard preachers. As a matter of fact, I stood behind a preacher that made some statements, and I got right up and said, you know, it's amazing to me how preachers have got to push Jesus. Push Jesus. Push Jesus. And I got up right behind him and I said, I refuse to push Jesus like a drug. I always win, friends, don't I? I refuse to push Jesus like a drug, but here's what I believe in I believe in presenting Jesus. And once you present Jesus, people will see the weight, the value, the worthiness of who he is, Brother Perez. So if you're waiting for Alan Meshagian to push, it ain't going to happen. My daddy wasn't built that way. Anybody knew my daddy? He would never push. He would present. He would present. I never pushed Jesus on you, Christian. I presented Jesus to you. Does anybody understand that statement? But here's the deal. The whole world needs to experience His unchanging nature. And the glory isn't seen by what we say. I've heard a lot of people talk. I'm tired of talk. Do more and say less. The glory isn't seen by what we say, but what we do. What are you doing with what he said? But what has man done in all this? Going beyond self. They're not going beyond self. They, instead of going beyond self, they've gone internally. They've internalized and gone into themselves. Instead of beyond them, they've gone into themselves. I'm going to show you what this meant in Romans 1, In the New Living Translation. Claiming to be wise, which I'm so tired of people that think they're intelligent. You know, Doc, some of the most intelligent people in the world that I know will never tell you they're intelligent or try to put on airs. Matter of fact, some of the richest people in the world will not put on airs. You know why? Because they know who they are. Claiming to be wise, they instead became fools. Did you hear that, Tom? They claimed to be wise, but they become fools. And instead of worshiping the glorious, ever-living God, they worshiped idols. Now, this is so foolish. Making idols made to look like mere people and birds and animals and reptiles. And that happened in the Roman Empire. So God abandoned them. Why? Because they made idols... Of no value. So God abandoned them to do whatsoever shameful things their hearts desired. As a result, as a result, as a result, man left to his own demise and him not going beyond himself but pulling inwardly to watch this. So God abandoned them to do whatsoever shameful things their heart desired. As a result, they did vile and degrading things with each other's bodies. They traded the truth. They traded the truth about God for a lie. How many people know there's a lot of people would rather have a lie than the truth? Reminds me of that movie I've I've mentioned so many times where they said, you want the truth? You can't handle the truth. Truth is going to make you do one or two things. You're either going to walk to it or walk away from it. But truth is still truth. They traded truth about God for a lie. So they worshiped and served the things God created instead of the creator himself. Think about that. They worshiped things that were God created, not the creator, who is worthy of eternal praise. Amen. What did they do? They're not going beyond self into the the glory of God. They're going internal into the carnal nature. What has happened to the church? We're not going beyond where God tells us to go. We're internalizing. And we're getting involved in things of, uh, that, that are meaningless, Dr. Collier. Actually, they're meaningless. Things that churches used to split over. Whole churches used to split over the color of carpet in a church. Am I telling the truth? Whole churches split because Sister So-and-So couldn't seat on, sit on pew three, position four. Whole church is split because somebody didn't speak to them when they came through the door, not realizing that that person didn't see them or that person was sick. Boy, something hit me this week about perception. Perception is a dangerous thing because what you perceive becomes a reality and what your reality may be false, a false reality. I know a person. One time, they 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 found some cards in there in a in a garbage can that alluded to, to a nightclub scenario where this wife thought her husband had been going to this nightclub, and so she attacked her husband. First, they talked through the family, and the whole family got involved in it. Daddy's gone crazy. Daddy's doing this Daddy, They all got through. And finally, instead, their perception was a reality, but it was a false reality, not realizing that the man found those cards at a car wash and thought they were pretty and brought them home for his daughter. You have to be careful with your little perception because your perception may be totally wrong. I'm preaching pretty good today. the world needs and the church needs to grow up and get beyond self. It's not what Alan likes. It has little to do with what Alan likes. It's what does God want. So the world needs to see the glory of the Lord. Now, what we have created, not what we have created. The world needs to see the glory of God, but not what we have created to soothe our own religious conscience. Did you catch that? Amen. Not we, what we created to soothe our religious conscience. We need to declare his glory and, and not man's design. Now I want to read something to you about a man called Smith Wigglesworth. You say, I don't know Smith Wigglesworth. Well, look him up. He was a great prophet way before we were born he raised people from the dead he would preach when it was impossible to preach when his kidneys were f- malfunctioning but he never let the devil stop him he preached and would be bleeding so that it was a, it was a mess but he am i right he never stopped one man that died they brought him to his house he stood that corpse up in the corner And kept praying to that corpse until that corpse came alive. That's Smith Wigglesworth. He raised his wife from the dead after she died. And when she came back, she said, Smith, why did you do that? It was so beautiful there. So I'm trying to lay a little groundwork for people who don't know Smith. Smith was a mighty, powerful man of God. Seventy-five years ago, Smith Wigglesworth, or more now, passed away. Shortly before he passed into glory, Smith Wigglesworth prophesied. When the new church phase, now hear this, and this has happened. When the new church phase is on the wane, or it's fallen away, the new church age. That's all the glitz, glimmer, all the lights, the smoke, and all the skinny jeans I'm I'm being very honest with y'all no I'm not against any of it but I'm telling you when it wanes and I'm going to tell y'all something it's waning and COVID has helped it to wane right Tom if you want skinny jeans go to a country western concert oh you do I do too. <laughs> My point is, you need to hear me carefully. It's not that that presents Jesus. And it's amazing how people think of the food fighter, foos fighter. You remember the, the band of foos fighters? The drummer died. Okay. He's 50 years old. And everybody talked about him being an idol. And all of this worshiping. He's such a great guy. Power, lovely guy. Wonderful guy. And then the autopsy report comes back. He had 10 different drugs in his system. We need to be careful what we idolize. But Smith said, when the church phase is waning or falling away, and 76% have left the the faith since 2020. 76% have left the church since 2020. Watch what he says. There will be evidence in the churches of something that has not been seen before. A coming together of those with an emphasis on the word and those with an emphasis on the spirit. The word and the spirit are going to come together. When the word and the spirit come together, there will be the biggest move of the Holy Spirit that the nations and indeed the world have ever seen. It will mark the beginning of a revival that will eclipse anything that has been witnessed on the planet earth. We need to church. We need to get back on track with God that's what Smith said and it's happening now all the things I've said i am not said in order to put you down so that's a problem everybody thinks you're putting them down y'all need to get over yourself it's all about what God wants so we need to get back on track with what he wants Not what I say he wants, but what he said he wants. Luke 15 verse 4, what does he really want? Well, I don't know. Uh, Let's see. Well, let's just see what God really wants. Get beyond ourselves into the glory. You say, well, I want to get into the glory so I can do this or that. Well, this is what this or that is all about. Luke 15 verse 4, what man of you having a hundred sheep, if you lose one of them, does not leave the ninety and nine in the wilderness and go after that which is lost until he finds it. And when he had found it, he lays it on his shoulders, rejoicing. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbors, saying, And them, rejoice with me. We don't do that anymore. Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. And I say unto you that likewise, joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repenteth, more than over the ninety and nine just persons which need no repentance. Beyond yourself, Dolores, into the glory that's the glory that's the glory in 2022 and beyond the church must be ready to show the world that there is a God that can bring peace and that can bring solution but that only comes when we go beyond ourselves beyond self Randy, you said something today that's very important. You said you almost didn't come to church today. Is that right? And the reason you almost didn't come is because you didn't feel good. Now, am I, that's a real thing. Didn't feel good. But you had to do something to get here today. What did you do? Did you hear what he said? Pray, tell the devil to take your stuff and leave. But what he had to do was go beyond self. Brother Mullins, sometimes you got to go beyond self. Are y'all catching this now? Well, I don't know. I've got a game to go to today. Go beyond self. You sound like an old time preacher. Look, I've been ministering this gospel for a lot of years. I have a right to tell you what the truth is. I have a right to do that. And guess what? It's only truth that will raise you and heal you. It's only truth. But it's only the God that I understand that can bring peace and solution. And in order for this to happen, we're going to have to go beyond ourselves into Him. Go beyond ourselves into him. I'm going to get, be, get into Jesus and Jesus into me. I have to go beyond what we, what we feel like. I have to go beyond what my likes and dislikes and discover what does Jesus really want? Here before we've tried to dress up the same old, same old. Dress it up. Put new paint on an old pig. You like that, Valerie? And we tried to make excuses for people. I'm tired of excuses. Well, you know, they've had a bad day. They've had a bad week. They've had a bad month. Well, let me tell you, I've had some bad days too, but I'm still here presenting the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I'm still doing it in victory and in power. I refuse to let the devil defeat me. But we tried to dress up the same old programs, same old ideas, same old traditions. And I'm going to tell you, it's not working. We thought it would work. It's not working. People have reported about the church that it's in a state of distress. The church as we've known it, I'm not talking about the real church of Jesus. I'm talking about the church that, we, that, has, we have, that man has formed. The church is in distress and the finances are weak and the tendency is is off and abysmal. Why? Why has all this happened? Because we have forgotten that God's glory, God's glory is progressive. For he's an on time, in time, now God. The message never changes. The methods do. I remember back when they they'd take big old needles, man, and stick them in your arm or in your, in your buttocks. Now they can actually take it and shoot it with air if they want to. It could be the same medicine, just different way to communicate it. We've forgotten that as Christians. But I'm going to tell you what Smith said is right. When the Word and Spirit come together... It's an unstoppable force. There's a lot of guys over the years that have preached nothing but word, 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 word. And nothing wrong with that. I can name them. I won't name them because some of you won't even know who they are. But there's word, 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 word. Not realizing the word, 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 word. Don't walk without the work, without the watering of the spirit. It has to have it. God let me just go on record as saying, God is not finished. I want you to say this with me. God is not finished with me. He's not finished with his church. He's not finished with his corporate church. He has something big for us. So let me say again, God is not dead. It's not over. He's not dead. God is not dead. God is not dead. God is, dead. God is just getting started. I'm not dead. He said, well, brother, you're getting older now. I tell you what, these preachers get up. I'm 72, 73 year old now. And praise God, any day I'm going home. And I get up and I say, you know what? I'm your same age and I look a lot better than you. Before God, I said that because, you know, it's all right in here beyond self. If Jesus is living in me, Ariel, I've got to look a certain way. Randy, if Jesus is living in you, let your face express it. Presentation, 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 presentation. Don't push something. Present it to me. One of my aunts and uncle, they were twins. And my daddy, they said they would never eat spinach or whatever it was. And they kept shoving spinach in front of their face or whatever, black eyed peas, whatever it was. And they wouldn't eat it. And daddy said, let me try. My daddy. My daddy sat down and started eating that in front of them. Mmm, mmm, and he kept on and kept on doing that kept on his, kept on working it until finally they said they wanted to try it presentation Amen. now after you tried it you may not like it but I'm going to tell you the presentation is what gets it in their mouth Amen. certainly not you forcing it on them If you don't like it, spit it out. But if you like it, it's going to do you some benefit. It's time to go beyond just sitting in the house. It's time to go beyond just a pew relationship with God or a seat relationship with God. It's time to go beyond that position of sitting into serving the house. Because what you serve is where your heart's going to be. And the more we do that, Brother Randy, we're going to show forth the glory of God. We're going to present the glory of God to the world. You know what people, they say to me, I've had them say, man, you you did, you did I love the way you present that. Man, I wish you could be speaking at this and that and the other thing. And I'm like... I'm just being me because I am going to be me. And I'm going to speak to you from the vantage point of my relationship with Jesus Christ. And Jesus is a gentleman. You know, Jesus had to go beyond self when he said, Father, if it be your will, let this cup pass from me. But nevertheless, not my will but thine be done. What was he saying? I'm going to go beyond myself. I'm going to go into the will. I'm going to go into the will of God. Church, we cannot, none of us sitting here today can go back into Egypt. What do you mean by that? We cannot go back into bondage. We cannot go back into slavery. That's where the enemy wants to take us. We need the glory of the Lord to lead us into our own promised land. We need to go beyond self into the glory. Not only must we make it into this proverbial promised land, but we must reach out to a world that's lost and that is dying, a world that's in the desert, and take them with us. Pat, we got to take them with us. That's what God wants. You want to know about the glory, that's what God wants. We've tried to spice up. Has anybody had leftovers at your house? And they really weren't that good anymore. So what'd you do? You put some chili peppers in there, a little salt, a little pepper. Thought they won't know the difference. Well, I will. If it's old, it's old and you can taste it. That's why the chef's special. Never take the chef special. And I'm going in today, I'm going to get the chef special. Yep, the chef special was old food that they had to get rid of. Yeah, my, well, maybe not all the time, but for the most part, I read the article. For the most part, it's old food they had to get rid of. But we've tried to spice up what we have done in the past, and it, won't, it don't need spicing up. We need transformation, not spice. We need the glory of the Lord. We need to go beyond ourselves. We need to get into Holy Ghost instruction. Listen to me, an old building is still an old building no matter how much paint you put on it. We need transformation. There has to be transformation for the East West Church to go further than we've ever gone before. The enemy's not going to stop fighting. So if you're waiting for the enemy to stop fighting, you are... he's not going to do that. That's his job. And I'm going to tell you something that's sad. He'll outlive us all. The enemy has lived for many thousands of years. He's just trying to make every generation fail. But here's a generation of people that I see sitting before me that I believe you've got the guts to fight. You've got the inner fortitude to say, if God be with us, who can be against us? We have to go beyond what we have done in the past into God's perfect will and plan. The Bible says in Romans 12 verse 2, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. We call ourselves the body of Christ. Whoa. I think we need to be real careful how we identify ourselves to people. Because they're looking at us. Have you ever heard somebody say, if that's a Christian, I don't want no part of it? How many have ever heard that before? Yeah, those are all the hands. If that's a Christian, I don't want no part of it. Why Why would they say that? Because the appellation or the name did not match up the the relationship. That's the problem we're having. The name, the appellation, is not matching up to the experience. So be careful what you say. I'm a Christian, by God, and you're going to hell. Well, right then, you just disqualified yourselves as a Christian. And everybody, these these people, they, God have mercy. So many people that... I don't think he's, even the preachers listen to what they're saying. I heard a preacher talking. He said, get prepared to die. Get prepared to die. And I'm sitting there going, hmm. Okay. And get prepared to live. All right. You're going to die. Okay. Now go out and live. What? What are you saying? What are you trying to say to me? For God's sake, say it right. The only reason I bring that up is because there's people sitting in buildings and facilities like this today with people saying things that makes no sense. Here's what I want, Doc. I want a practical gospel. Something that works. And Jesus works. He says, Be not conformed to this world. Don't do it the way the world would do it. But be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So we call ourselves the body of Christ, but we've cut off the feet and hands of God, of Jesus. We only move in what we think is Jesus. We cut off the parts of Jesus we don't want, Valerie. Oh, the one we cut off is, you need to forgive. Amen. I'll cut that part off because that's not Jesus. Love your neighbor. I'll love my neighbor as long as he, by God, loves me. <laughs> is that what the Bible said, no. Tony? No, that's not what the Bible said. I put it on Facebook the other day. Jesus said, Ugh to love one another, not only your friends. That's everybody. I've tried to do that. I've really have, I've tried to do that. When I was young, I probably didn't. Young young people don't think properly. They think they do. And when they get older, they realize, I wasn't thinking right. But we call ourselves the body of Christ. We cut off hands and feet. We cut off the parts of Jesus we don't like. And we've tried to move in only the part we like. And you know what most part of that part is? He's gonna bless me. He's gonna bless me. Jesus is gonna bless me. I'm gonna be blessed. I'm, I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. And that's where we stay. Not realizing there's a lot more to it than that. We have to go beyond ourselves. We need to realize, then we need to mobilize. Realization, mobilization. Realization, mobilization. So the body can fulfill the will of Christ. We cannot change the past. Say that back to me. But we can make a difference in our future. Our future. I'm about to close this, but I want you to hear me, and I've got a lot more to say. The future will be what we allow Hmm. The future will be what we allow and the future will be what we meditate on because what you meditate is going to come to pass. You know, I read a comment that Bruce Lee made and he was that great martial artist. And he made a comment that I've preached many times. He said, quit telling yourself you are a failure. Because your body's listening to you. Never knew he said that. That's something I've always preached. Quit telling yourself you're a failure. Quit telling yourself you will not receive, but somebody else will. Quit telling yourself you will not be healed, although others are healed. Start saying, I will be blessed. I will be healed. I will go forward. I will go beyond self. Which means I will go beyond my carnal mind. Valerie, carnal mind, the flesh mind. That makes you think and do things that you should not do. Good to see you here, Laura. Laura, we celebrated you celebrated what, four or five years now? Four years, is it? Four years with our the Alcoholics Anonymous program here at the church. Thank you so very much. Helped a lot of people. Let me say this about the future because I feel it's bright. And I heard my son's message last week. Of course, they cut off some of the most important part of it. You do realize that this man that's standing here doesn't think it's over. And I have never contemplated retirement can I explain something to you about God's way if you studied Elijah and Elisha you'd see it it's so simple brother Courtney it's so simple if you will read it Elijah and Elisha walk together we, they don't tell you how long they walk together, but they walk together a long time. Here's God's program you walk together until He takes you. Are you hearing that? That's God's program for transition. You walk together and then He takes you because you say, I've fought a good fight, I've kept the faith, I've finished my course. That's transition. The future will be what we have faith in. And there is no fear of the future for those who have addressed the issues of today. The future we will enjoy or disdain will be nothing more than the fruit of today's accomplishments. What will we do? Can I make one more statement before we go home today? Before I pray for you, before you go to the tables and get involved in the Beyond program. Have I said anything worthy today? Is anybody unhappy with me today? Somebody said, well, you wouldn't raise your hand if you were. Well, I, I want you to. I mean, if you're unhappy with me, tell me. I'm not afraid of that. You say, oh, you'd be scared, scared if I told you I didn't like you. No, I wouldn't. I'd know you was (laughs) wrong. Ten years ago, if you looked at your life today, March 2022, ten years ago which would be 2012, correct? If I'm doing the math correct. I'm not a mathematician, but Dr. Carrier's sitting there looking at me. 2012, if I was in 2012, and we looked at today, March 2022, this would be the future, am I right? Let me ask you this. Is this day what you thought it would be if we could go back 10 years? I'll wait. Did I need to say that again? If we was to go back to 2012, 10 years ago, today would be the future. And we know what's happening right now. Do you think is, is everything like you thought it would be? No. You know why? You've not positioned yourself to make it be where it needs to be. He said, well, I'll wait till I get older. Well, how long are you going to wait, Dr. Collier? If it's not like you want it to be, then we need to go beyond self and we can change our future. Starting today, corporately and individually. If you've ever heard a word from the Lord, you may not shout and dance and sing. I just told y'all some truth today. I'm way beyond pulpit shenanigans. Way beyond it, Ali. Way beyond that. I used to think if I didn't get people clapping and amen that I was missing the mark. And now I found out that the quieter they are, the more they're listening to me. Am I right, Brother Perez? So today, I believe it's time for us to look inward so that we can go outward. It's time for us to look at uh, ourselves. What does the, the statement said to thine own self be true? We need to look at that, the, the stick in our eye before, I mean, the, the telephone pole in our eye before we look at the splinter in somebody else's eye. We need to look beyond self and see into the greater plan of God. That's why I'm here today. Did I feel like being here today? No. Did I want to get out of bed today? No. Do I feel all energetic? No. But I have a word that's in my heart. And I will not fail to deliver that word and there are people today tom that need to hear a word of life and for god's sake go beyond yourself kathy just because the doctor says it's over go beyond yourself and live tom go beyond yourself and live brother perez go beyond yourself and live live go beyond yourself i said lord Restore to the east-west church's former glory. He said, well, you want that? That's all you want? He said, that's not what you need. Y'all want to hear truth? He said, you don't need that. You need what I have. See, God just talks to me. I can't help it. When I get up behind the pulpit, he talks. When I sit down and listen to other people speak, he starts speaking to me. He starts telling me things. And then I get up and say it, and people go, ooh, because God's talking.